Hey, it's Lacey Broussard, and this is the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast. From sex and motherhood, birth and relationships, communication and intimacy building, and Taoism and Tantra, we explore topics such as self-care, self-pleasure, body image, jadex, the feminine cycles, creativity in business, and modern spirituality. The Multi-Orgasmic Mama is a place to come for true stories and transformational advice on how to be a mama and a multi-orgasmic woman too. Hello lovelies, it's Lacey Broussard here today and you are about to get some soul laid bare Lacey. I'm going to be totally honest here. Divorcing someone that you really love is absolutely terrible. I don't know if it's the worst thing that could happen, but it's still terrible and I would not wish it on my worst enemy. Since my separation in March, I have spent many nights wondering how it all happened, what role I played in it, and why the hell have I had such an awful streak with relationships when I have all the communication and connection and relationship tools available to make any relationship last the long haul. For starters, I realized you can't make someone want what they don't want, right? And that was really hard for me to accept, even though I had everything and all of the support under the sun to heal the relationship, he still didn't want to do the work to heal it. And it was really hard to not take that personally and to separate what was his from what was mine. It took a lot of focus and refusing to slip into victimhood. And even still, there were moments that I'd get highly, highly triggered for a couple of months there. Anytime I just walk down the street and see a young couple strolling their baby around, I'd immediately get triggered. I would start having the thoughts like, why couldn't that have been me? Why couldn't I have a family that stayed together, that went through life together like my parents did? Why did I have to be the first one in my family to ever get divorced twice at that? So these were some really tough questions that I needed to sort through. And thankfully, I had a lot of support from the top 1% of love coaches on the planet uh, that helped me through the depths and the mire of what seemed like a complete roller coaster ride that I was on for several months. There were plenty of ups and downs. There were soaring highs uh, when I was going on dates with gorgeous foreign men. And then there were roaring lows of waking up in the middle of the night, uncontrollably crying and it lasting two and a half days straight. And still in that, committing to letting that grief and that sadness pass through me sober, uh, but still doing what I needed to do to function as a mom too. I remember uh, my dark night of the soul moment when my body was processing everything for those two and a half days. I literally could not stop crying. I couldn't stop shaking. I was completely in it, but I knew how important getting through those uh, couple of days. I didn't know that it was going to be a couple of days, but it just kept happening. And I just knew that it was really important to trust my body's wisdom, that it knew what it was doing, getting all of that grief and anger and sadness out. And I knew that if I had done what most people do and use shopping, alcohol, prescription and non-prescription drugs to suppress the pain, that it was just going to happen again at a later date. 
Plus, I was committed to letting this pass and letting it pass completely so that I never had to experience that again. And I remember how hard it was to get through all of that and still be a mom too, a mom who does all the things and a woman who still desired to be treated like a queen by a man, but totally not ready to commit to anything. What a tough place to be in, mamas. If you have been there, I just want to acknowledge your strength and your courage to pick yourself up and keep going. I know how hard it is personally. And I also know how easy, how ridiculously easy it is to put up walls over your heart and completely shut yourself down for romantic business. Trust me, I have felt like doing that plenty of times. Like, Mm, why would I ever even make myself available to experiencing this level of grief and pain ever again? Wouldn't it just be easier to shut myself off completely from the possibility of love? Well, through all of the support that I received, I had some pretty big realizations. One was that I didn't want to shut down for romantic business. I may have needed to give myself a break to heal, but ultimately... I believe in love and I want to remain open to love. The second realization I had is that the relationships that I had in the past were relationships built on a version of love that most of us buy into as love, but it isn't really love at all. And those relationships weren't based in the truth of who I am. Honestly, I did not know who I was in those relationships. I thought I did in the second one and my second marriage, uh, but deep down, I did not. I was just starting to discover who I was. And it wasn't until I was in those relationships that I actually found myself. And the third realization that I had is that I'm not going to settle for anyone that can't meet me where I'm at emotionally and spiritually. Yes, there may be a bit of initiating involved, uh, but ultimately there's not going to be any settling. <laughs> and that number four, that the relationship structures that were taught uh, may or may not be for me. And I'm open to exploring that. And after having these realizations and thanks to a little lightness in the heavens and the stars, I feel like I have finally arrived on the other side of the sadness and the grief, at least the worst of it. Uh, the side where I am so excited about the life that I'm creating for myself and my kids. Uh, the side where I'm so turned on by what I've got going on, where I'm totally committed to my pleasure and doing what feels good only, where I am such a yes to lightness and ease and clearing the blocks from experiencing, uh, from me experiencing and knowing my own magic, that it's almost as if magic and miracles are happening left and right. It's like, because I allowed myself that dark night of the soul and I allowed myself to move through all of the pain and the grief, I could come out on the other side stronger and more of a match for what I really want to call in than ever before. And I want that for you too. That's why I've declared October 2018 the month of single mamas thriving in love. And that's why I wanted to lay out some clear steps for you to take to get through your separation or divorce open to love again. So you don't shut down for romantic business like 
so many single mamas do that I personally know, especially if you've been through two divorces or more like me. <laughs> so here is the tantric way of healing from divorce. Number one, be more gentle and loving with yourself than you ever, ever thought was possible. Whatever amount of time you think you need to complete a task, I want you to multiply it by two. If something normally takes you one hour, you're going to give yourself two hours and you're going to block it off in your schedule to do it. Now, I can already hear you saying, but I don't have time for that. And I'm going to call bullshit on you because everyone gets the same 24 hours in a day and you always have time for the things that you make a priority in your life. If you make yourself a priority, you will have the time. I am so tired of the I don't have time for that excuse because it's exactly what it is. It's an excuse to not make yourself a priority. And when you're going through a separation and a divorce, there is no better gift to give yourself than time and to make yourself the priority to heal and to process whatever is happening to you. Number two, are you frozen or are you in fight or flight? I want you to recognize your nervous system's response to the separation or the divorce. Do you feel like the brakes are on and you feel a bit shut down? Then you're probably in a refreeze response like I was. Are you fighting and arguing a lot with your ex? Then recognize this as your nervous system's response. And remember that you're in fight mode. It's just your body's way of protecting you. Have you vowed to never speak to your ex again and you shut off the lines of communication completely? Then you're in flight mode <laughs> and recognize this as your body's way of protecting you. And once you recognize your nervous system's response, I want you to do whatever you can to self-soothe self for 10 minutes each night before going to bed. Whether it's lovingly stroking your hair and your face, giving yourself a big hug, or taking a feather and scratching your back with it, soothe your body and your nervous system each and every day. Number three, commit to feeling what needs to be felt moment to moment, even if you feel like a bad shit crazy woman. Get yourself a girlfriend. Get yourself a girlfriend that you can call uh, every other day if you need, but at least once a week, who is really great at holding space, but doesn't get into the story with you and commit to doing a weekly call with her to dump and to clear. You're going to do this by giving each other 10 minutes each. Your girlfriend's going to ask you, what do you have on your ex or what do you have on your divorce? And every time you come to a natural pause, she'll ask you again, thank you. What do you have on your divorce? and she'll never veer from this phrase for the entire 10 minutes. She won't get into the story with you. She's not going to agree with you. She's not going to try to fix you. She's simply there to listen to you and to hold space for you to process what you need to process. And then you'll switch and you will hold space for your friend to dump whatever she needs to dump with whatever's going on in her life. And number four, if you don't wanna shut down for romantic business forever, then you're going to need to heal your heart and to soften and open to love again. And the best way to do this is to meditate and to do breath work on the heart and to give yourself all of the love that you never received from your ex and all of the love that you are not receiving from him or her right now. 
So when you fill yourself up so full of your own love, you blast through the pain and the shutdown and you begin to open up again and trust that there's no amount of heartache that you can experience that you can't love yourself through. Ultimately, we only ever heal ourselves. We like to think that it's the therapist, the counselor, the coach, or the healer that does the healing, but really it's you. It's your own magic and it's your own aliveness and it's the nature inside of you. You are a part of nature and it's always nature's prerogative to heal and to thrive. So do the things that you know will lead to the healing. Get the support. Go get the weekly massages. Do whatever you need to do to heal. But always remember that at the heart of it all, it's your commitment to the healing that heals. It's your commitment to loving yourself so freaking much that brings you back to wholeness and restores your broken heart. You are never doomed. You are never broken. You are whole and complete even as you are right now in this moment. Alrighty, so let's recap. Here are the four steps for the tantric way to heal from divorce. Number one, give yourself twice as much time to get things done than you think you're going to need. Number two, recognize if you're in freeze, fight, or flight, and give yourself 10 minutes of self-soothing self every single day. Number three, let yourself feel and process your nervous system's response appropriately. Get a designated girlfriend to do weekly dumps with where you both take turns dumping without interrupting each other or going into the story with each other. And number four, meditate and do breath work at least three times a week with a focus on your heart and giving yourself all the love. And remember, there's no amount of heartache that you can experience that you can't love yourself through. Are you a single mama or do you know one and want more support healing from divorce and learning how to date again? Then be sure to subscribe so you can get the next couple of episodes devoted to single mamas thriving in love. And if you're loving this content, be sure to sign up for weekly updates and learn my secrets to multi-orgasmic bliss at www.themultiorgasmicmama.com. And I'll talk with you next week. Bye.